Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your smoking, joking, roll em and soak em, Johnny on the spot, Uncle Johnny, if you will, and if you're nasty, I'm John Wayne, that's right, back again, oh goodness, two weeks in a row at home, it's, I could get used to this, but I've gotten pretty used to it actually, um, sorry, I just took a huge, huge hit off of my uh, nice little tentacle bubbler here that I have uh, from... Uh, Anna and Mike Rankin, thank you guys so much. It's been treating me very, very well, um, and it's been a hit amongst uh, those who've stopped by to smoke uh, with me, including the Monsignor, who we will talk about later in this episode. But so I got a little bit of, uh, I just, you know, I took a rip and then went right into the record. So I got a little sniffle and cough there, but I'm okay now. But I'm back in the Studio of Evil here in Wayne Manor, nestled in the West Wing, of course where it's nice and dark and evilly. I have joined in the studio today. I have Cerberus with me, my my, my f- fine, fantastic uh, dog, one of them, of the two. Uh, Boney is, uh, you know, doing other things right now, but Serby is here with me uh, to make sure that this goes well. I have a huge cup of coffee in my drink coffee. Hail Satan mug from Chris and Alicia Stamps. Thank you guys so much. And I have my big old water to keep me hydrated in my cup, my Arctic cup. From Southern Sun Boutique. That's right, darling. You go see Amanda and Jeremy out there. They take real good care of you. Out there. That's Southern Sun Boutique. See, Amanda, I remember. I'm sorry I forgot last week. Jesus Christ. I love you so much, though. Anyway, I'm here, guys. I'm back. Um, it's been a week. Of one full week uh, at home. No, I guess it'll be a full week. So, yeah, one full week at home uh, back after this and after being on the road. And, and thank you guys again. Everyone knew that I met. Uh, out there on the road that's just tuning into the podcast now and checking it out. Thank you guys so much. You rule. I very much appreciate it. And I hope uh, I hope that you stick with me here. Well, Uncle Johnny won't let you down. But yeah, it's been a great week. Just kind of like, you know, I, I talk about before when I come back from these trips, it's, it's like I kind of need an acclimation day, if you will, uh, sometimes. But what I found is like maybe, you know, sometimes maybe you need that more than others. And it, it just depends. Um well, I mean, I guess you always need some kind of adjustment, right, when you come back in into town from any kind of trip like that, especially where you exert a lot of energy. Uh, but, you know, I, I, maybe it's being out there longer, I'm finding, that I uh, – it seems like it would be the opposite. Like, I'd come home and it would take me longer to adjust, but it's, it seems like it's shorter. Like, a one-off trip now, just, like, going out for four days and coming back – it seems like that's when I need more time, almost like I'm, I'm down for like a day and a half because I'm so tired or, or my, my, you know, my time is thrown off from driving at night, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but this one, you know, even though I was tired as fuck, like coming back when I got, it's like when I got close to Houston, you know, I had to hit past that wall of tiredness. Like where once I got on the other side, I was fine. But man, I was worn out. And I slept and I had a good sleep, you know, and I, you know, shouts out to the uh, plug ugly guys. Um, you know, not only are their t-shirts rule, they, uh, slipped me some edibles, uh, these two gummies that were 50 milligrams a piece. And that, that helped my re-entry, uh, rest pretty well when I got back into town. So shouts out to those guys. Uh, but yeah, so this week, like I said, you know, I've been, uh, I've been here. I've just been getting back to normal. My mother is visiting my maza, uh, and, um, we've had a great week together, hanging out, relaxing, chilling. Uh, she has to go to visit other family today uh and then I'll, I'll have to see her you know in a couple more months or something but it's been a, an awesome trip of course you know i love my maza very much um and <clears throat> you can love my mother too because uh 
she was just on the uh, most recent episode of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which is the podcast that I do every week from my Patreon page. That's right. Shouts out to all my Patreon people. Thank you guys so, 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 so much. Uh, it means the world to me. Your support is literally keeping me alive, and I, I cannot thank you enough for it. Shouts out to a new subscriber this week, the the wonderful, the talented, the lovely, always, Shelly Rose Amelia. Thank you for joining the Patreon. Shouts out to you. And uh, <clears throat> and another shouts out for Shelly. Uh, if you don't know, she has a podcast called the Lunch Ladies Book Club in which she reviews uh, a lot of different indie, indie press books, you know, and she's reviewed one of my books before on there. And she uh, just... Uh, I believe this week, the week if you're listening to this episode when it comes out, this week she will be releasing her 100th episode. So congratulations to you, uh, Shelly, and uh, that's awesome. And if you go and listen to that, I know she had a bunch of people who have contributed to the podcast before, like record some you know, uh, stories and little bumps and stuff. And I did several of those for her. So you might hear old uncle Johnny's voice on there again. So, but, but congratulations to Shelly and thank you for the support, Shelly. I very much appreciate it. Guys, check out the lunch ladies book club podcast as well. Um, but yeah, and if you'd like to check out my Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You can uh, subscribe to the, the several tiers that I have and, and get all the goodies that come with those tiers every month or, or the, the one-time things that, that go out to you. But also, everybody, no matter what tier you're on, gets access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, which I just had my muzzah on. Um, so you can listen to that and all of the back episodes, as well as anything else I put on the Patreon wall, even if you just want to join the $1 Beer Club, which is great, fantastic value for $1 a month. To me, you get access to the podcast, all the episodes, and then all the videos and stuff that I put on the wall as well. So if you'd like to throw old Uncle Johnny some change, very much appreciate it. Go ahead and go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and check it out. And we'll talk a little bit more about the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast a little bit later in the episode but anyway thank you guys so much patreon has been uh, just a, a lifesaver lately so you guys rule and uh <clears throat> so uh like i said so this week i'm just kind of rolling in getting my shit back together uh kind of getting ready and getting ready to go back out again because i do go out again uh now is it next week or maybe the week after on wednesday i leave again so basically i'll be here for another week and then i'm gone uh but you know, I've got to get shit together, man. I sold all my books, all of the books. I have to get more books in. Uh, I have orders coming, but I, I need more than what I ordered, all right? I already know. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get all that stuff together, organized. I'm also, guys, like, I'm doing the prints of my, you know, I've started doing some prints of my tarot deck that I'm drawing, some of the cards. Some of you guys know that. You've been following along. No, I've been drawing this tarot deck for this publisher, and, um, it's going well, you know, I'm, I'm more than halfway through, I'm over the hump, uh, but uh, I decided to do some prints of, of some of the cards that I have, have done to take out on the road with me this past time, and and they, you know, they did okay, I, I didn't know how to display them, I was kind of trying to figure it out, right, but uh, I did put those, what I had, the ones I had left on uh, the, the John Wayne is Dead uh, shop just uh, a couple of days ago, and they all sold. Every single one I put up there, the ones I left, all sold. So thank you guys so much. If you uh, if you grab some of those card prints, uh, I very much appreciate it. That that's that's awesome. I'm gonna do, be doing more of that stuff. And then let me tell you this: here's another thing I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> if you're into, you know, the tarot stuff that I'm doing, or or the art that I, you know, my style of art, 
uh, a lot of you know I, I, I've been putting out those uh, iridescent metal bookmarks that are 100 per design. And then, you know, once that design's over, I do another one and 100, and that's, you know, so they're all different. I'm on the third uh, round of those right now. But I, uh, you know, I've been working with the guy that, that does those for me, and <clears throat> I uh, have ordered where I will have a set of four, four of my tarot cards in me metal iridescent cards, right? So once I get those, it's going to be a few weeks before I get them. Don't, I mean, they're not going to come out tomorrow or anything like that. You know, it's, uh, but they're being made right now. And uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. So, you know, let me know if you guys think that sounds cool. Uh, I will keep you updated on those. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be selling them. I'll have them as singles. I'm going to have sets that will be numbered and signed, of course, as well. Um, and I'm going to do do a couple cool things with those. So, but I'll announce more about it when it comes in. But I'm excited to say that those those are in the works, and I will have those soon, along with more prints of the card, more art prints. So if you're, if you're digging that uh, about my stuff, too, more is on the way. So thank you guys uh, so much for the support on that. And as always, just you could check out johnwayneisdead.com for all of your one-stop uh, shops and uh, everything like that. Hey, I want to give a, a, a shout-out to uh, a, an awesome dude um, that I think I told the story, but if not, um, shouts out to Michael Cox and, and thank you, sir, for these awesome t-shirts that you sent to me. Uh, what a bad, what a badass dude. I mean, you know, I, his son bought a book, you know, from me, I'm talking to him and then he turns around to leave and I see the back of his shirt has this, you know, frog brothers brigade. You know, I love the lost boys, love vampire stuff. I run for him. I'm like, Hey, we have this thing, the Corey hotline. I'm like just blabbering at the mouth about how much I love the Corys and the lost boys. And, and, uh, you know, I get this message later that evening from from the, the you know, his dad, Mike, Michael, and he's like, hey, I, I made that shirt for him and I'd love to make you one and send it to you. And uh, he did. And they arrived. It arrived. And they're awesome. He threw in a, a bonus shirt, which I'm wearing right now as I record this episode. He sent me a he sent me the Lost Boys shirt, the Frog Brothers shirt that his, his son had on. But he sent me the Salem's Lot shirt, which is rad. It's, you know, it's like a. Like a, if like as if you were an employee at the at the antique store where they work, you know, it's got the logo on the back and it's it's just really really cool. So, of course, I put it on and immediately the sleeves exploded off. But we all know that's an issue that I have. So, uh, but I'm wearing it. But and, and thanks, Mike. I really do appreciate that, man. You, you rule. And uh, I, I love uh, you know black t-shirts. That's my thing. But also having any like horror related you know type of t-shirts. That's all I really wear. That and band shirts, I guess. But having them at shows is cool, especially when you have like a unique one. You know, people are like, oh, shit, what's that? Bah, bah, bah. Kind of just like how I did. So I will be proudly wearing these uh, about on my trips as well. So thanks, dude. Um, but yeah, so so this week, you know, I've been doing that. I've been working a lot on the tarot deck. I wrote a whole bunch, uh, you know, now getting stationary and being back to my my uh, here in the studio where I'm kind of on my routine. I get back. I got back into writing uh, um you know, more regular. And I was writing on the road, but it's a little hard to, you have to kind of pick and choose the times that you're going to write when you're on the road because there's so much stuff going on, which I did get a fair amount of writing done, but it's always nice to be back in your uh, usual place, wherever it may be, you know, where if it's uh, your office or the coffee shop or the wherever, the library, it's always nice to be back in your, you know, ah, this is where, this is my home field writing type of thing. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I've just been digging in a lot on that and drawing and writing and hanging out with my Maza. Uh, this is stupid. I, I was like, Hey mom, I'm going to take you to, let's go to half price books, you know, cause we've, we go look at books a lot of times when she's 
uh, hanging out. We've gone to a couple bookstores. We've gone to the Half Price Books before. And I knew, like, in, an, in just, like, an ancillary sense, like, I'd never, like, really tuned into where exactly this was, that they had torn down a Half Price Books somewhere, somewhere, you know, close or whatever. I, I want, They tore one down. Oh, my goodness, I heard, you know, it was because uh, – Somebody, you know, they they actually they tore down the whole strip center that it was in because they're building like a condos there or something like that. So it wasn't like it went out of business and they had to close it. It was, uh, you know, one of those type of deals. But I, I had no idea which which location it was. So I'm like, all right, hey, let's go to Half Price Books, Mom. We drive down there to Montrose and get there. And I'm like, oh, it's completely gone. It's just a huge parking lot now. Fuck. So I felt really stupid because that was the one that closed. And I didn't pay enough attention. Before. I didn't even look it up before we left. Um, and then there was, like, the only one that's close, closest from there is, like, in Rice Village. And I hate driving over to Rice Village, man. It's just, like, so pretentious. And the traffic sucks in the afternoon to get over to the Rice area and, and back. So I was like, fuck that. So we just went and got coffee and shit, and it was fine. But, uh, yeah, I felt pretty pretty dumb about that. But anyway, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes um, with me especially. So uh, also, oh, I, I just remembered, uh, shouts out to my man, Kentucky Tony, Tony Evans, Indiana, Indiana Anthony Evans, uh, always Kentucky in my heart. Happy birthday, dude. It was your birthday this week, uh, the other yesterday or to something. Uh, I love you tons, dude. Can't wait to see you uh, out there on the road soon in a couple weeks and and uh happy birthday i hope you have a good one man and i hope as i'm recording this your ass is planted in the coffee shop writing right now and uh and and, and people watching and and whatever else uh caffeinating yourself happy birthday dude <clears throat> so um yeah so that's been my week just getting ready getting back to things uh doing some podcasts you know um Having having a having a ball trying to get this travel thing settled. I, you know, you guys want to check out uh, if you go to johnwaysdead.com, the shows page. I've 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 added even more stuff there uh, from yesterday. Like as I'm recording this, like there's even new new dates on there. So it's it's building fast. It's it looks great. Um, I I'm excited about it. So you know, check out where I'll be. And if I'm coming to your your city, man hit me up dude if you uh especially if you're going to the show or maybe you want to catch a beer after you know i'm pretty easy going so uh you know if, if i'm coming to, to your city especially you know i'd love to i love talking to people i love to talk to the readers and and stuff like that if you've talked to me before you you can attest to it um but yeah so uh i've got a lot of stuff going on just it's 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 all good everything is going good and it's like don't fuck this up dude don't fuck this up but i won't um, so anyway, yeah, it's just all, everything's going, 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 going. That that's been the week uh, thus far. So um, I think then, without further ado, we'll get into our our three card tarot reading of the week. Speaking of the tarot and the tarot prints and such that we do, uh, that I was talking about. So if you if you uh, know or do not know, if you're new to the show or what whatever what have you. I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every episode in which I sit and I write down my thoughts, what's been on my mind, and, and you know, look at the cards, you know, as a perspective thought exercise and see kind of through a different perspective, allow me to step back and hopefully get a different look at what I'm thinking about and maybe come at it in different ways. And uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. So um, this week is no, obs- uh, no obsession, no, no obsession, no exception. Um, so as I as I said, you know what's been on my mind this week. What I what I put down is just you know time management, business acumen. You know that's I, I I'm just not like 
I could be like good at do, running business stuff, but I just don't want to be because I don't want to f- split my focus in that way. But I need to get better at that. Um, I need to be more on it, you know, or, or figure out how to manage my time better to dedicate some time to that side of what I'm doing. Uh, so that's on my mind. Uh, you know, that, um, uh, you know, um, taking care of myself. I uh, wrote that health, health and, you know, mental health ish, uh, wellness and uh, balance. Always, always balance, like a lot going on. You guys know I talk about balance all the time. So, um, you know, the more shit that's happening, the more you have to pay attention to that balance and, and put more focus around balancing things so that, you know, you don't kind of lose control or spiral out or, you know, lose your mind, all that kind of good stuff. So anyway, uh, let's just get into our uh, reading then here. So the first card um, that I get today is the King of Pentacles, and that is in the reversed position. So with the King of Pentacles reversed, this is, you know, as we know, Pentacles is about, you know, finances, you know, physical things, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, um, managing, you know, your wealth and, 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 and such. So with this card, you know, in the reverse position, you know, kings have a, have a leadership quality uh, about the card anyway. But with this one, it's, it's telling us we may not we're not managing our, our money well. Um, we're not respecting our, our wealth, our money, you know, not, and I don't mean wealth in the sense of, you know, oh, you're rich, I'm rich, you know, we're not, you know, what we do to, you know, what they call wealth creation or, you know, what we do to earn a paycheck, whatever it may be, we're like maybe disrespecting that by not maybe using that uh, money in the right way or just being frivolous and, and, and such, like, you know, it, it suggests that, you know, even if we are making a, like large sums of money, if we're, we're at a point where that's happening, no matter what, it's like in and out. It's like we spent it. It's, it's, we spend it even before it hits the bank. As soon as it hits our account, it's gone just because we're just almost a little bit out of control with it. We, we, we haven't we're having like a discipline issue. Uh, and I, like I said, it's, we're disrespecting even our money, but disrespecting ourselves in the way that, you know, you put all this time and effort into earning this money. And then, you know, we sometimes don't think about that, what we had to do to get this money versus what we're spending it on and, or, or doing with it, which is whatever it's everybody's own prerogative, if you will. But just with this card is suggesting we need to take a, take a look at that. And, and if we, you know, cause it might be kind of subtle this doesn't mean you know that you're just out there at the you know vegas two chicks under each arm or dudes and uh you know just high you know betting on on, you know thousands of dollars on black over and over again or whatever it could be very subtle you know that we're just it could be very small subtle it could be just a different thing we just need to take a look at like how we're treating our money and for me like you know i'm looking at this as like i just talked about the business side of things that i'm trying to get better at and making sure that i have the money to order the books to get the books in so that i have to make the money you know it's all that kind of stuff for me so i take this to heart in a way that's like okay i need you know this is de- i definitely am right to call attention to that aspect uh that's been on my mind so i i i do want to uh i definitely you know, I, I work way too hard to to uh to disrespect my money if you will so that you know this definitely makes me think uh but you know if that's not 
that's not the only thing with this card. On the other hand, we could be putting, we could be getting into this kind of, I don't know, rhythm, if you will, where money is the, the, the thing that's driving us. And we're putting all of the focus on that uh, right now. And it could be, and that again, that could be a, a subtle slip that just happened before you know it. You started getting some good breaks. Next thing you know, it's that's all you're doing is like, oh, well, I, if I could get 50 bucks for this, then I can get 100 bucks for it. next. Like, if you're like that kind of thing and you're just going, going, going on that, we need to take a look at that because when we start doing that kind of thing, it it ha it could tend to have a negative effect on the people around us and our relationships, communication breakdowns, all that kind of stuff. So we need to look at that and and ask ourselves: Is that worth it? You know, is it worth it to do this to and and, and alienate you know our loved ones or or you know lose relationships or or you know friendships because of that? Uh, you know, is this worth is this worth that? You know, so I think for for me, you know, it's like you're looking at this stepping back and being like, okay, am am I? You know, so we need to check in every once in a while, make sure where we're at on these kind of things. Even if you're like, I don't do that. Well, maybe you don't, but it doesn't ever hurt to check in with yourself and kind of be like, wait, maybe I am. You know, chasing the. You know, maybe I am putting too much emphasis on the money rather than the fun or the experience or the. You know, money is important. It is important, especially if this is your job and we're talking about, you know, but it's just uh, it's a balance. You know, it's a like I said, it's a balance that you have to keep where, you know, you respect and have importance placed the right amount of you know importance on making the money and while keeping the importance of, you know, maintaining relationships and friendships um, as well. You know, that's a balance thing. Next card, I got the King of Wands, reversed. Again, now, another another leadership type of card, right? So, because it's a king, but when the king is, when it's reversed, the King of Wands is, this is where you find yourself, one side of this speaks to finding yourself in a leadership type position, right? I, for me, I go back to, uh, when I read this kind of thing, it's like, okay, I remember when I was a manager at Starbucks, it was like reluctant, right? Because I was just like, well, they promoted me, that's fine. I'll, I'm just doing this till my band takes off it, you know, I'm just whatever, that type of thing. But it wasn't like I wanted to be in charge. I had no, didn't have the desire. I wasn't chasing that, you know, it just kind of was the natural progression of things. So with this card, it's saying, you know, we might be thrust into a leadership position or role that we are just not ready for. Um, for whatever reason, it could be that we don't we maybe we just don't have the leadership skills that we'd like to have or need to have for this kind of job. But it just could be like I like from from where I'm coming from, it was a reluctance thing. It was like I don't you know whatever. I guess I'm the fucking leader now, and you know it had that kind of obligation to it, right? For me, but if it, if it's like. We need to look at this. You know, it's okay not to be ready for the for a leadership role, and it's okay not to step in one that we don't feel comfortable uh, being in. But if we already are in that and we're feeling these things, you know, there's nothing wrong with reaching out to other people uh, in the same field or other pe people that are just good at leading people, good at managing people, and and talking about how you know, hey man, can you help me out with this? I need help with this this and this and you know these are things that rather than keeping it to yourself and brooding on it you know and being like man i gotta figure this out or man i suck at this you know this could be the the, the little 
just the conversation could be the aha moment that unlocks that in your head where you're like, okay, okay. And it becomes easier and easier. And you'll find that, you know, oh, I, you know, I guess I am a good leader and I, I guess I could, I am good at this, you know? So that's, that's one way to look at this. If you're reluctant in this leadership thing that you've got, or, you know, reluctant to even be a leader, which you need to take a look at, take a look at that and, and, and see what's at the crux of that. Is it really because we don't think we'll be a good leader or is it just because maybe we don't understand the skills that we need or, or there's a, a miss in there. We just need to talk to someone about it. So, so there's that. But on the other side of, of this as well, you could be, you could be in a leadership position where you have become aggressive, like aggressive and like arrogant uh, in this position. You've fallen into like whatever has happened. And I, I talk, this happens a lot and to, to go back to the Starbucks thing when you would this would happen so many times and I didn't understand why this would happen and I'd have to to you know rein it in uh, more times than I would have liked or thought I would but you have like a, a barista that's you know just the regular employee and maybe they're you know they're really great they're awesome worker helping out every they do everything they're awesome right and they want to get promoted to a shift supervisor so you promote them and because you're expecting all of that to transfer over into their leadership role now running the shift. But for some reason, some people, you give them that and then it's like they don't – they stop working. It's like, nope, I'm the boss now, so I tell everyone what to do and I don't do anything. And that's like not the way to lead. Definitely not the way I wanted people to lead. But that's what comes – that's the example here uh, with this card on that is like, you know, we we can put – you. you we need to realize when you do that kind of thing or if we're doing it, we don't realize it. You're just like putting off your entire, you know, group or whatever. You're just pissing people off. No one wants to follow you. No one's going to want to do a good job. You'll get like the bare, just good enough job type of thing. Uh, when you're, when you take this kind of stance as, as a leader, it's just not productive. Uh, I find. So if this is happening, we want to make sure we're not letting the success get to our head. We're not, you know, we're, we're realizing that we're still a part of the team just because we're the leader doesn't mean we don't do anything anymore. You know, it's uh, lead by example. So that means you, you, you know, becoming a leader doesn't mean you get a, a break or you all of a sudden have less work to do. It's, it's more work. So it's just a different kind a lot of times. So there was with that. So in the next card, third card, the uh, five of wands, and this is in the upright position. So, this is a this is a card about conflict. Um, on the card is like five people like fight like looks like they're fighting each other with the wands like or or just doing like a weird LARP game out in the field. Um, but this is about taking a look at something we're working on with possibly a group or or another person, and we are and and there's conflict there. There's everyone is is talking, no one's listening. No one is working towards a common goal. Everyone's trying to do their own thing. There's not, you know, there's a lot of uh, fighting, infighting. Communication is awful, of course, which is a number one thing that is is a you know causes conflict. But this is just something we need to take a look at because this has a lot to do with balance. I feel we've got a lot of shit going on. We some of the things that we're doing involve other people that we have to work with on them. And it can, it can, if we're not careful, we take on too much shit or whatever, we spread ourselves too thin. 
you know, you're, you know, I, like I always say, you can, it affects your work, like, throughout the things, you'll, it cannot, you can't ever be, like, as good as it could be, because you, you can't put your full focus into it, um, you know, sometimes more than other times, I'm not saying it can't be done, but that's just more times than not, and, you know, when you, when you're not listening, you know, especially if you've already got a bad attitude towards whatever this job or project is, and then the people that you're working on it with, the the the, the communication isn't happening. You know, we need to stop and look at this. You know, it, it could just be a, the 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 fact that no one feels respected or appreciated, right? So, um, <coughs> sorry. So they need to. Uh, sometimes we have to be the bigger person that steps back and, and just listens instead of talks and tries to bring it and can bring it all together by being there's that one person that steps back while all, all people, you know, we're a whole group of you are shouting to be heard, fighting, step back. Okay. Let's, you know, let me hear what you have to say. Now you, sometimes we have to do that as badly as we'd make, you know, we are like, I don't want to, I want to yell. Sorry. Sometimes we got to be the one that takes that bigger, uh, higher road uh i guess now also some you know when you get all the a a lot of people together that have different takes on things and you know it's easy to get into arguments and and conflict right away but it doesn't have to these these can be good conversations where you learn something from other people either because they know a different way to do something or they have a different take on the approach or Maybe they've done it before or they have experience or maybe they have a really bad idea and you hearing that is going to keep you from doing from even trying that because hearing it out loud makes you think like, wow, that sucks. It's not going to work. I won't do that. You know, these could be productive conversations as well. So we need to make sure we enter into these like, you know, things uh, and enter into group, you know, work and situations like this without a chip on our shoulder, without like I'm going to be right or sometimes we can go into these things, you know, subconsciously looking for a conflict, right? It just happens. So so take a step back if this is going on, if you're working in a group or before you enter into it and just kind of like center yourself, set yourself. And, and, and if as long as we go in not looking for a fight, chances are, and we keep the communication open, it, it could be a very, very good thing. So there you go. So that's our reading for today. Uh, I got a lot out of that. I think it went pretty pretty well along with my uh, thoughts and, and such and staying organized and balancing and, you know, the, the whole conflict thing of just working, checking in with yourself, making sure you're still on the right track, making sure that you're focused on balancing things. So that was good. I like that a lot. So moving right along. Um, I talked about the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast earlier that is on my Patreon account. And uh, I haven't done this in a couple of weeks uh, maybe, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and get get it going again. Uh, what I do sometimes is uh, play, you know, a, a segment from this week's Patreon episode uh, in in this uh, show, which I'm going to do right now, uh, to just kind of show you, like, you know, hey, here's what happens over on Patreon. Also, get to know my, my buddy here, my friend, my person for a little bit, and uh, if you like them, you can check out their stuff as well. So this week, uh, I had a, an excellent talk. I, I mentioned the Monsignor earlier. He stopped by uh, the studio to bless me, uh, with his blessings. And we had a, a great talk, um, about, uh, NFTs and, uh, deezing your weed and a lot of other great stuff. So, um, you know, we're going to listen to a little bit of myself and the Monsignor right here. 
because because I the first thing I heard of this before the you brought this to me in a prayer dream, uh, I heard about uh, NFTs in the sense of the basketball uh, car basketball NFTs, the NBA ones that I heard about on this podcast. So like, I think that where this lies like is where the it's almost you know like porn decides like if we're gonna have the beta or fucking vc vhs i think the collectors will decide almost whether this I is mean, like gonna happen or course, not man. because speculation is always gonna drive the market exactly and that's where it lies and like we like i i you know you and myself we see this collector stuff around us all the time we ourselves are collectors of things, sure. you know, we're, we're different types of, we're not, you know, completist in the sense of, diff, you know, maybe we're completist in this sense, but not in the other sense, whatever. We collect shit. And this, I feel like if people, the collector people are like, okay, I need this, I need this soup, whatever fucking, I don't even know a current NBA player. I need this Shaquille O'Neal dunk, like, you know, and I have to have it because it's in the series and I need to own all 10 of this series and this is in 10 angles and I want to own all 10 of the angles of this dunk and there's only this amount of, like, that's what you need to, to tap into. Like, if if that's what, if it can get to that, if it, is it, I mean, I guess it's at that point, right? Or else we wouldn't be talking about it like this. Or is it almost at that point? I mean, it's pretty much at that point. Like I was saying, maybe it's already too late. Um, you know, since it's already hit the mainstream and like everybody's talking about it and it's on the news, that uh, by this point, you know, the people that are, that are already in the game are going to be the ones that probably make it big and right. hit the news and like you know are the guys that cash in. Versus, you know, like now you're gonna hit the the massive speculators that are like now looking and saying, "Oh shit, is there something I missed? Is there still time enough for me to get in now and then cash out?" But that's another thing. Like, how do you get but, in? Um, like that. That was another thing. I was like, "What do I like?" So, if, like my cards that I'm drawing. If I put those on there and say like just to make it easy, like 10 people can own one design. How, how do I, where do I even do that? Do I have to go on the dark web? Am I like, do I have to become uh, a, a pirate? I think you just have to go to Google. Google? Google. Google. What about, uh, what if I'm a Bingman? I don't know, man. Or ask a cheese. Google. Okay. It's that um, easy? It's yeah, just as easy as just like just going to some like a, a Facebook-esque yeah, cause, site because what you're your doing is you're there. creating the token. And so, I don't know, there's these different websites that will accomplish that task, essentially. Interesting. And then you can sell off that token. And so you can accept the funds, you know, like I guess like maybe a Venmo Cash App type thing. Or you could accept maybe... Uh, uh, an agreed upon cryptocurrency type type shit, and maybe like some Dogecoin. You know that's been oh. exploding this past week. Oh my! Uh, uh, you know I hear a lot about it, that from the from like a lot of um, your parishioners from, uh, that come by the, know, from, the temple. From, yeah, exactly. Right. From a lot of parishioners, you, you get know, a lot of a lot of whispers from the sparrows. You know, this, and this the spirits as well. You know, and, and they they say you know the Dogecoin. Hmm. You know, because you gotta understand, Russian. you know, there's a lot of young kids, man. They're on their phones, and they and download their phones the apps, and their phones, 
uh, and they download the apps. The and apps, to them, yes. this is how they're dispending, uh, you know, spending a lot of their disposable income. You know, they they order all their fucking shit on their phone. You know, mm-hmm. their fucking food, their fucking you know, um, you know what have you. They're what have you, right? Of course, yeah. Um, and so, and they're playing. We'll be games. down by the in and out. And they're they're used to having a lot of their games like monetized to them from being oh, yeah. very young. Games are monetized. Um, yeah, that's right. And that so fucked up. All of a sudden, if they download like this app where they're paying like tenths of a fucking penny to buy this coin, that's fucking funny to them. But all of a sudden, it catches on and blows up. And they and now like, these oh, tenths look of a at, penny. I've got the fucking this dunk on my phone. Like, oh, I gotta you, have that. You, you, like. Put ten dollars in on this Dogecoin that's tenths of a penny, and then all of a sudden, like Elon Musk and like all these other famous people are tweeting about it, and it hits like the mainstream media, and all of a sudden it blows up because the speculators come busting in, and your ten bucks, man, blows up as soon as like the value of the Dogecoin goes up to like even close to just a penny, and then even like over a penny. Yeah. You know, like, say it hits 10 cents at that point, and you're like... Boom. Like, yeah. You're yeah, off ex- and running. Exactly. You're you're I, fucking doing pretty good. And that's kind of almost what happened to the fucking GameStop shit, you know, back in January. Seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Oh, when GameStop that, gate happened. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, well, all that shit. But, yeah. Uh, after, after we're... I mean, do you... I mean, maybe after we finish this this recording and we have a good prayer session we could see we could go on to this google that you talk of and, and see if uh how, what it takes do you have to put money in like i have to put a ten dollars in and say like here's my art on nft i don't think so i don't know i, I i'm like i don't understand any it, only the podcasts that i've heard talk about it are all making fun of it well, so I'm like, okay, so what am I fun of missing? Because uh, SNL did a, a skit. SNL, I don't know what that is. Uh, Saturday Night Ah, Live. Saturday Night Live, uh, gotcha. SNL did a skit the other day where they did explain it. Oh, so it's over then. Uh, but it, yeah, exactly. You're exactly, right, yeah, exactly, so you know, it's over. Exactly, yeah, exactly, the mainstream. Damn it. Um, that explained it, though, but in a very funny way. Um, I don't know, you know, maybe there's some people out there that are listening right now can reach out to you and, you know, kind of like maybe. maybe yeah. Oh yeah. That. If anybody, yeah. Patreon people, if you let me know about this NFT business, if you know about it or if you're into it, especially you youngins, Dave, I'm uh, looking at you, man. I know you're my, one of my sons and I appreciate you. And uh, if you yeah. know anything about NFTs, you probably don't. And if you don't, that's fine because I think you're going to like, like uh, Anvil School, uh, blacksmithing school exactly. right now, and you're being exactly. a smithy, and you don't need to know uh, about NFTs. Then I was good. Yeah, I mentioned the other day that uh, I was in a special prayer session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, blessing, yeah, blessings. And uh, I made a. Uh, I don't know. You and, dropped an uh, NFT. Re- uh, you, you, a humorous, a humorous, humorous referencing NFTs, right? And it caught the uh, in attention. This, in this prayer session, right. which which they were taking very seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, you a, uh, a, a, a young person who was, he was more plugged into the youth culture mm. uh, had come up to me and said, Hey, 
I think you're probably maybe a cool guy because you mentioned NFTs. And I right. was like, whoa. And they had whoa. no idea. And they had really no idea about... Who dealing with, dude. They're like, About oh, my like, role as a monsignor. As a monsignor. And they, they... I was like, oh, okay. And yeah. Here you go. Side note, put a pin in it. Put a pin. There potentially could be, you know... Consensually. Some... some you know, NFT, you know, interested User. people of, of certain things. And we might have this young person on the show one time. Oh, Call the Corey not. Hotline. Maybe not. 832. Corey Hotline. You can't listen. I guess. I don't know. No, you have to be a um, Patreon subscriber to hear this. So unless okay. unless this per- young person is, then they'll never hear this. But uh, you should also well. call the Corey Hotline, 832-930-1347. Call the Corey Hotline and ask a question. But go ahead, Monsignor. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Uh, all above board, of course. Of course. Um, of course. So, yeah, I don't know how we went down this rabbit hole of NFTs. I asked you about it. Oh, you did. Yeah, yes. I want you to explain it go. to me because you, we've been talking uh, about it. You've been, you've been, so you've been having visions like in your sessions and like your intercession and your prayers and at night you've been calling me in the middle of the night like i had the dream again and, and like i, I like, feel like maybe is that this cash might, yeah it is here let me i, please, I feel like Monsignor, it might be an, allow me an, uh, an avenue it, that it, maybe no it, it does sound worth great exploring yes um stop kicking the fucking now, thing shit. Um, now I'm not an NFT, you know, necessarily. You're not an you're not an NFT denier, but <laughs> I'm a supporter in the sense that if that's what people would like to collect, uh, I'm I'm you know, like I say, it's something to explore. It is. It's and, interesting. Uh, it's but I I do think it's going to come down to collecting. Like that's where it's going to start, and if it can jump from there. But if it's all aired on Saturday Night Live, then I mean, God, dude. Then yeah, they are. That's a childproof uh, thing, Monty. I also I bought that. People can't can't hear uh, or can't see. Like I've given the Monsignor. I've given a, a jar of wheat, of, of marijuana, <laughs> and it's blessings. Uh, blessings for his. Uh, you know because you got to. But it's a childproof that I had to have someone open for me in Chicago because I could not open it. Push down and twist. I am pushing down. Oh, fuck. Did you get it? Why are you even opening it? Oh, I was going to load a bowl. I have a weed right here. I'm loading it right now, Monsignor. The blessings are for you to take home. That's a home blessing. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, child. Goddamn, how do you fucking guys survive in Chicago? And also with you, dude. How do we survive in Chicago? Yeah, I mean, blessings to Chicago. Uh... You guys are awesome out there. Take Man, it, 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 I, 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 the the weed store that I went to out there, uh, fuck, I forget what it was called. I'd give it a shout out. Um, but it was it was very cool. It was very well run. Uh, everything was thirty percent off the day that uh, I happened to to be there, uh, which was cool. And I love weed, and uh, they took. It was called Vera Life Marijuana Dispensary in Rosemont, Illinois. So if you're on the other, if you're on the O'Hara side of Chicago, uh, at that airport area in Rosemont, the Vera Life Marijuana Dispensary is very cool. 
And they validate your parking because uh, it's shit to park around anywhere around there. So you can apparently you can park there for any you can have like your wherever you park in that whole complex. It's free if you go to Vera Life and buy some weed. So just not sponsored content, but I don't know why I felt like, you know, give them a shout out. But it was great. Yeah, I bought that weed there. It was awesome. Um I bought a, I bought a lot of stuff there. I love uh you know when it's uh, legal states. Hey, throw the good weed karma out there. Yeah, and uh, you know what the uh, the weed gods will they bring will it back. come back come and bestow. Back, bring it back to you. Um, the blessings. So, yes. Again, good just good wisdom. Like I say, you know, just put good weed karma out there. Always help uh, a fellow uh, a fellow person out. And uh, it will come back to you in times of need. Absolutely. In the most unexpected ways. You have no idea. All right, there you go. Hey, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, uh, you go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And uh, join one of the tiers. Like I said, even the the Dollar Beer Club gets you access to to the podcast as well. And uh, you help out old Uncle Johnny uh, a a little, and I very much appreciate that. So uh, thank you, Monsignor, for that. Uh, Blessings upon you. Now. On to the story portion of the show. So I've become, you know, being out uh, again on the road here uh, pretty aggressively in the last, you know, month and a half. I've, I've met a lot of new people, a lot of new people listening to the show, which I very much appreciate. But I also found like, well, I guess I kind of knew this, but didn't, it wasn't really thinking about it. So this is the 199th episode of the podcast, right? And which thank you guys for helping me to get it going this long. Uh, but having so many episodes, there's only like the, the podcast apps only go back so far, uh, from, from what I found and what I've been told and that kind of thing. So, um, I wanted to tell, uh, this is a story that, uh, this is for Angie, uh, Angie and John quick. She asked, she's a listener to the podcast. Shouts out to you. She wanted me, uh, she asked me a question about a story that I talk about a lot, um, or I reference, but I've never, I don't think I've actually ever told the story on the podcast. Um, also, something I'm, I've become aware of is these older episodes, they're not ac- accessible anymore. So there's some of these stories that, especially newer people, have never heard, or, you know, maybe even OG people haven't heard in forever. So. I think for the 200th episode, I'm going to do something special, a big retelling of one of the, you know, the big stories. But we'll have a lot. I'm going to get get some stuff in mind. But, uh, you know, anyway, right now, though, let's just this this story is going to clear up, uh, clear the air. Um, We'll call this one. Yes, I am a Canadian, eh? So one of the, like, as I've said before, one of the things I I truly enjoy about uh, going to conventions and traveling on the road doing this is meeting people and uh, not just meeting people, but making, you know, connections and friends with some of these people, some people you just connect with and and meet. Now, the first type of conventions I started going to was BizarroCon, which is different than any of these conventions that are, you know, that you may have seen me at, you know, the Days of the Dead, Scarefest, Bad Monster, all that stuff. These are vending conventions with celebrities and stuff. BizarroCon is more of like a, like a, it's got workshops and, and panels, 
but it's just like a hangout kind of and, and get it's more social there's readings all day there's stuff to do but it's on the you know it's at the edgefield hotel which is this you know acres and acres huge property it used to be a sharecropping farm all that stuff i think i've talked about it they have their own they brew their own beer on site they have a, a, a vineyard and a winery there's all kinds of shit this place is like old and redone and 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 very cool so <clears throat> this this kind of uh convention all you do is really just talk and meet to people make meet to people talk to people and meet people make connections you know there's a lot of if you're you know if you were in the bizarro scene all those authors are there and the publishers and you meet everybody it's 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 very it was very cool uh very nice social social event and kind and, and you know it was given me some friends i have you know for life now for sure um but one i remember one of my first bizarre my first bizarro con in fact i uh I sat. I was in the uh, ad house, which is the main the the main house that they kind of take over, uh, where we you know at Bizarro Con all the meetings, like the big readings and the parties are all in this ad house, right? So it's like the the first day, and it's like come get your name badge and blah 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 and mingle for whatever. And uh, I look over, I sit down, and I, I see you know I got a beer, I got a thing, I'm just talking to me I was there by myself I didn't bring anybody with me and I didn't know anybody there so I go and I just sit down on the couch next to this dude that's wearing a dress and uh and his name was Peter and I was like what's up man and he's like I'm Peter and like he instantly like the first thing he asked me I think was something about Burzum and uh you know in just a just a weird way and I was like oh, I like this guy a lot and he was from Canada eh so we get to talking and then he's like with some other people from Canada Sam uh, Brendan Vendedidididididido, uh, fellow author, check him out. And, um, you know, and it was like, all right, cool. These are my, you know, and then of course I think I dropped, like I'm dropping like stupid Canadian jokes at this point also, like just dumb. And, and of course Sam is like, she's, she's super sharp. So she's just giving it back to me and, uh, it's great. So, so I get to know these guys and I spent, I mean, I, probably spend a majority of my time at the bizarro cons with my canadian friends uh doing just hanging out and doing stuff they they've just you know i've always just gravitated towards them and they're so so nice and wonderful and uh you know and in fact have even like you know graciously given me a huge canadian flag which now hangs here in the uh, studio of evil but here's the thing now i i often say I have dual citizenship as you know to Canada because of this uh bath I took at, at a Bizarro Con. So here's here's how it goes. So like I said, the Edgefield Hotel, the way it is, it's it's super old and the rooms it's there's like three stories on the main building. So the room the first two stories are just like rooms right sweet you're you're like a room but it's not like a regular hotel room it's there's no bathrooms in the rooms uh i think maybe maybe two rooms do have an adjoining bathroom but it's not it, it's these are set up like like i don't know like living it's weird it's not like a normal hotel room it's a boutique if you will so the bathrooms are located like on either side of the like you go down one side of the hall the other side of the hall and there's you know, women's and men's, and it's, uh, you go in, and then inside the bathroom area, once you get in there, there's different, there's, like, separate rooms, right? So you go into, and each little room has 
uh, a shower, sink, toilet. It's very nice. You know, it's it's pretty cool. So you don't have a bathroom in your room, but it's not like you're walking into you know shit in a trough or something like that. It's 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 nice. You have your own shower. You, have, you bring your own shit. You know, it's it's cool. Also, each one of these bathroom situations or the, these bathroom areas have one room. Maybe a couple of them have two, but where you can take a bath and the the bathtub is those old claw foot tubs that are, you know, just old school, big, deep, you know, it just the old fashioned shit. So, you know, if you want to get in there and, and, and take your, you know, fucking old school bath, uh, you can, you can do whatever the fuck you want, make it all, use all the hot water. I think it's endless uh, you know, whatever you want to do. And, and that's just how it is. Like, you know, I guess that's what you sacrifice, you know, having the detached bathroom to this boutique, staying in this kind of hotel. Now on the third floor are the, uh, the hostels. And I've talked about this before, you know, it's just one side of the hall is the women's one side is the men's. Um, and it's the night, probably the nicest hostel you'll ever, you know, be in it's like super nice uh you get a you know bed you get a fucking locker in there and it's not like a locker like the locker room these are like wooden stained lockers with the i mean it's 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 pretty it's pretty swanky for for a hostel but it is only 30 bucks a night to stay in the hostel so that rules and uh yeah so a bunch of us so when we go to bizarro con the majority uh, of people probably stay in the hostel. Maybe at least maybe the majority of the guys. Maybe I'll be a little bit more. I think a lot of guys stay in the hostel because we seem to take it over now. Like people who come, like couples and stuff like that, they'll get the rooms, and you know other people get their own rooms, and that's that's cool. I don't mind the hostel environment at all. You're just sleeping in there anyway. So and then all and then you can come in there and like sometimes start up a mini party in the hostel because you know, maybe like three other guys kind of come in there at the same time to get something and you like pull out beers and you all start talking and shit. It's, it's great. But one day I'm hanging out. This was, uh, maybe the second to last bizarro con that's happened, uh, you know, since everything had to get canceled and stuff. And I'm hanging out with, with my Canadian friends, with Sam and, uh, you know, Peter, Brendan, a couple others. Uh, I don't know how many names I can name, but anyway, we're all, we're hanging out. And then there was like one half Canadian, uh, as well, the dual citizenship person as well. Um, and they were like, we need to take a cool picture. Like they were like, we got to take us a cool picture of all of us doing something cool. Right. I don't even know how we got onto the, like we were talking, taking pictures, blah, 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 whatever. And somebody says, we should all take, um, it might, this might've been Peter. Well, let's all take a picture in the bathtub, uh, in one of the bathtubs up, up in the, you know, on the hostel floor or whatever. And, uh, and post it and we're like all right so we end up going up there and we're taking pictures and then like you know we we set it all up and we put some water in the tub there's five of us some people are in various states of undress and we get in the bathtub together we bathe and we take a picture of ourselves in the bathtub now I asked while we were when I got in the tub and I said, "Guys, you're Canadian. These this is these are uh some pretty extenuating circumstances that we're in right now. Does this give me dual citizenship as a Canadian now that I've bathed with 
these, you know, with all of these Canadians in the same tub. It's got to be some kind of, you know, because there's laws that slide under the rule, you know, the books that we don't even know, you know, these old laws that are on there that no one pays attention to. And, you know, because they're stupid, they're like, maybe they're so old fashioned, like, you know, you, you know, you got to give an ox to your, you know, fucking aunt on St. Swizzens Day or else you get beheaded. Like, no one knows that, but it's still there. It could be used, you know. So I was like, is there one of those type of things? Is this like a, a loophole for me? And they said, yes, absolutely it is. Welcome, eh? You're Canadian now. You're, you're dual citizenship Canadian. And, uh, and it was great. I, I felt it right away. I felt myself imbued by the power of the maple leaf. It kind of uh, was an awakening of sorts for me. I felt it rush and course through my blood, turning my red American blood into red Canadian blood. And uh, it was a good feeling. And we took this awesome picture, and it's posted. It's out there somewhere. There's a picture. One of the pictures we took is posted uh, on my Facebook or some on something. And then, so I'm feeling great. I'm feeling Canadian. You know, it's a great time to be alive and half Canadian. And then we're the picture, you know, people are showing the picture. Oh, look at this cool picture we took. And then these group, this group of posers goes and does the exact same thing. I'm not naming names. They know who they are. They tried to like, oh, let's all go get in the bathtub and take a picture too and post it. Rip off artists, I say. Rip off artists. Get your own picture, take your own bath, and there was not one single Canadian in that bathtub with them in that other picture. Not one, not one. And I think, I think that was a hate crime. Honestly, I think it borderline a hate crime. I'm just gonna say it, you know. I'm just putting it out there. So that is how I, uh, I've come to get my dual citizenship. I've come to embrace my Canadian roots, which I feel. Uh, you know, go back deep. Even though I'm I'm newer, they go deep. You know, uh, and my blood runs slow and thick with the syrup of my homeland, half homeland. So, if you want to take a bath with some Canadians, do it. But I'm pretty sure I was the last one to get that that deal. I think after I slid in, they were like, "Oh, we got to change this, eh? This Canadian bath thing. That's got we might take a bath on this, eh?" So they had to change it. So you can't do it anymore. I'm sorry, I was the last one. But they they went and saved the best for last. <laughs> All right, there you go. Hey, how I became half Canadian. Um, you know, you wanted it, you got it. Uh, that's it. So anyway, thank you guys for joining me for another episode. I, I appreciate you so much, all the new people listening. Thank you guys for tuning in and checking it out. Uh, like I said, if you'd like to check out my Patreon, throw your Uncle Johnny a couple bucks, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, get access to all the uh, Awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcasts and all the other videos and stuff I put on there. My new book, of course, Mage of the Hellmouth, is out everywhere and available. And uh, if you go to johnwayneisdead.com, you can order books, prints, records, T-shirts, all of that at the shop page. And those come directly from me. So I'll sign them for you, send you extra goodies because I love you so much. 
But as always, my books are on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, all the, anywhere you can get books. If that's uh, your jam, that's the easiest way to get one. I appreciate it either way, and I just appreciate you listening and, and supporting uh, me in any fashion whatsoever. Thank you for that. Don't forget to follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram and Twitter and all of that stuff. And uh, uh, as always, keep checking JohnWayneIsDead.com, my shows page. All my shows keep getting added, more and more things I hope I see out there. And uh, check out my other podcast, the third one I do every week with Christopher Triana called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. That's K-R-I-S, and that can be found at ChrisAndJohnWayne.com, K-R-I-S and JohnWayne.com, uh, long-form horror discussion. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Have a have a wonderful, um, you know, day and a, and a, and a beautiful Canadian uh, night. Eh? Eh? <laughs>